Hello, welcome to today's episode of Diary of a Codependent Love Addict. Many of us grew up without someone who was more wiser than we were. Someone who can give you financial advice. Someone who can give you dating advice. Someone who could just give you advice that you needed when you were, you know, as a young kid, as a young adult and as an adult. I grew up without a father. As a matter of fact, I grew up grew up without a lot of role models in my life. So in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about my role models now as an adult. Now keep in mind, I just started having role models maybe around three to five years ago. So I'm still kind of new to the whole role model thing. But I needed to find role models as I have a son of my own and I need to be a good role model for him. So I hope you you enjoy today's um, episode on role models and um, let's get started. So... I grew up with a lack of role models in my life. Willie, I believe I saw maybe a grand total of about maybe a dozen times in my life from the time I was seven until I was 18 being the last time that I saw him. There were no uncles that I had to gain experience from and a majority of the role models that I had were um, female role models. I had amazing um, elementary, middle school slash junior high and high school teachers that guided me academically but couldn't give me what was needed to be a good male to give me the the give me the tools necessary to grow up to be the man that I needed to be and i I see that a lot. I work at an elementary school where ninety five percent of the staff are fem- are female they're feminine. And if you're a a boy, you know, you are kind of out of luck unless you do have one of the um, one of the male teachers that we have at our school. Um, He's a fourth grade teacher. Great guy. But he's one out of 45 employees or one out of I'm going to say one out of. 40 men that work at the school that I work at. So that's a lot of estrogen, you know, floating around. So I, growing up, I took all my social cues from women. 
Um, and that's everything from dating to, you know, learning how to socialize with girls when I was, you know, in elementary school and, and middle school and, and turning into a young adult, learning how to, you know, socialize with, um, with women. And I honestly believe that that lack of a male role model really was a disservice to me. Not only that, but it, it put me behind the eight ball when it came to learning how to date, learning how to have adequate conversations with females and to have adequate and um, great conversations with men in general, being able to um, have that male bonding experience with other guys that I should have had when I was younger. Now, I can look back and say, okay, that was all terrible, but I had to make up for that at some point in time and it wasn't until recently and when i say recently recently for me was within the last um 2 to 5 years i started understanding that i needed um i needed to understand what a male role models job is. And the reason why I'm saying this is because I have a 13 year old son that I need to be a good male role model for. And, um, I have a good relationship with my son. You know, we hang out, we laugh and we joke around he introduces me to some of the things that he enjoys doing. And I introduce him to some of the things that I enjoy doing. And I look at our relationship and it makes me sad for my inner child who didn't receive that type of love and affection that I give to my son. Um, my inner child sees it. He's there. He um, is a part of it, but I'm sad for him because he lost out on all the things that my son is receiving now. Um, so at some point in time, I had to learn to develop the skills to have um, male role models in my life. And... Um, Believe it or not, my my male role models are um, not family members because I do not know my family members on my mom's side nor on Willie's side because I was never introduced to them. So I had had to manufacture role models that encapsulates my needs and my wants. So if I had to give you a rundown of who my male role models 
are. Um, one of my male role models is um, a guy named David Goggins. Um, if you've never heard of David Goggins, um, he was in the military. He he um, does ultra marathons and does all, all all sorts of things that I looked at his bio and it's just ridiculous what this man can do. But the reason why I kind of um, gravitate towards David Goggins is because he had a similar background to me. Although um, looking at his, um, his book, I'm reading his book right now and the first part of his book, you learn about his mom, his father, Trunus, and his brother, Trunus Jr. And you realize his dad was like bad news. But through all of that, David has risen from the ashes um, to become not only a motivational speaker, um, a great military person who has served his country, but a guy that you can go to with your issues and say, Hey David, this is what's going on. And he's not going to give you any bullshit. He's going to tell you exactly what's on his mind and how he's focused. And these are the, the, this is the type of, um, the type of man that I'm looking to be like, you know, to, to, to try to emulate if you, if you might, if you might say, um, my next role model that I look to for dating advice, and there's two, and when you say dating advice, you know, now at your age, yes, even guys my age need to understand or need to have someone to guide them, especially if you did not have that at a younger age, like I said, there were no uncles to sit me aside and say, you know, Michael, you may want to not say this and you may not want to do this. Everything that I've learned up until a few years ago has been through um, television, movies, and music. And what I've learned through those mediums is that those mediums are not made for me. They're made for women. So I have to be able to um, be open to listening to men who have far better wisdom at this, at the, these things than I do. So one of the gentlemen that I, I listen to um, on YouTube um, is Dan Bacon. And um, the other gentleman, his name is Christopher uh, Canwell. And a lot of these gentlemen have uh, sound advice um, when it comes to dating women or just being able to be around women and to feel comfortable talking to them. Not as a codependent love addict, but just as a, as a, a male, and 
these are things that I needed to learn. Like you would think to yourself, shouldn't you have learned this when you were 13, 14, 15, 16 and up? And you would, you know, in a, in a normal traditional sense, yes. But in my case, no, because there was no one there to give me these tools. So now I have to go back in time and I have to kind of acquire what's needed to be able to um, have meaningful relationships with women on, on a dating scale. So those are my two, um, those are my Batman and Robin guys. Now, the ultimate male for me, I mean, the ultimate um, um, role model for me, and I know you're going to go, oh, no, that is so sexist, and that's so, the, but hey, it's, it's, I get it. And I get this person and I understand why he does what he does. And that's James Bond. Um, growing up, I was never a James Bond person. I, I, I grew up during a time where, um, um, you know, James, James Bond of the 70s. Um, I grew up during the Roger Moore, James Bond, and then the Pierce Brosnan, James Bond, um, the suave, debonair guy. And now I, I I love Daniel Craig, and I'm so sad that he's retired as um, James Bond because I really could understand Daniel Craig's James Bond. Um, James Bond, uh, the previous incarnations and up here and uh, current James Bonds um, prior to Daniel Craig have always been these men that were focused on doing the job that they were hired to do. And if a woman came into play, it was all part of doing the job and, you know, call him alpha, call James Bond, um, sexist, call him whatever you want. A little piece of him is in every guy, you know, some guys are like, Oh, I wish I were like James Bond. And there's some guys that like, I carry his traits. I, I'm able to do these things. And the thing with James Bond, like I said, is James is always on his purpose. You know, James is not thinking to himself, you know something, um, I'm in Rome, I'm on vacation, I'm going to be on vacation, you know, when I'm supposed to be at work. He's always doing his job. He's always focused. And like I said, if a woman comes into play, He's still doing his job and she's just a part of it as he's doing it. And so I, I look at James Bond as my spirit animal. <laughs> oh man, I do not dress like James Bond. I do not speak like James Bond. 
I'm not even the same color as James Bond. But what I get from James Bond for me is more valuable than any of that. I'm able to um, stay on my grind. I stay on my purpose. Um, regardless of who's around me, I have things to do, places to go and people to see. And you're a part of it, you know, and I can relate to James Bond that way. Um, my son sees this and, you know, my hope for him is that I give him the tools to be the best man that he can be. And considering the fact that I didn't have any of these tools. And one of the things that I don't do is I don't push any of this on him. The time that we spend together is just time that we spend together. He'll come to my place and he's like, Dad, I have a Wii system here. He's like, hey, let's play this and we'll play on the Wii and I'll battle him and he'll battle me or, or I'll pick him up and say, Hey, let's go, you know, grab a burger and fries. We'll go grab a burger and fries. Um, or he's into anime and he has, he's turned me on to his favorite anime and I'll sit there and watch it with him. And then we sit and we analyze what we saw and, and, it's just, it's good bonding time. And I don't try to push anything on him. I just try to be his, his dad. I'm not his best friend. Um, I don't sugarcoat anything with my son. Um, if he's had, if he has bad grades, if he's not listening to his mom, he's going to hear about it from me. But what I will do is, um, do what every man should be doing and just be there for their child. You know, it doesn't take a lot to say, Hey, do you want to go grab a burger? Hey, I got an extra ticket to um, this. Do you want to go? Um, as a matter of fact, before COVID hit the year before COVID hit, um, I scored two tickets to um, the Rose bowl on January 1st. And he and I went, he had never been to a Rose Bowl game. And I know I'll never forget it. And my hope is that he never forgets the experience that we had together. So, well, that's all I have for today's uh, podcast. Um, I'd like to thank you for listening. Um, I felt like I needed to get this off of my chest because um, role models and the lack of role models has been on my mind for like the entire week. And I've had all this information stored in my head and my heart and I needed to get it out. Um, if you're going through the same situations, my, my suggestion to you is, is find um, a role model. And this goes for, for anyone that you relate to whether it's a um whether it's an actress or a fictional character whether it's an aunt an uncle a cousin whether it's a brother or sister or a teacher um believe it or not I can't believe I'm going to say this whether it's a, a YouTuber or someone from TikTok that you TikTok that you can relate to and 
try to find their good qualities and kind of insert them into your life. Um, and that's all I got. So I'd like to thank you for listening to this podcast. Um, I look forward to speaking with all of you again soon. Take care and I'll see you on the other side.